Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in and listening to Real Talk with Michelle. Um, I've really been enjoying having you guys give me feedback um, and letting me know what you think about the show. Um, And if you have been enjoying it, uh, make sure that you go and you subscribe and you rate and review. That way you can have me in your pocket. You can take me to work with you. You can listen in your car. And, you know, I mean, generally, I can generally just get really good content from me. Um, Also, if you've really been enjoying the show, um, please make sure to support. You can go to anchor.fm backslash real talk with Michelle backslash support. And you can make sure that you help sustain this podcast for future episodes. Um, welcome and let's start the show. Hi guys. Thanks for tuning in to real talk with Michelle. How are you guys feeling? Uh, it's Friday. It feels great. I don't know if you're at work or you're in your car, what's going on, but, um, I'm ready to record. I'm ready to get this going and chit chat with you today about the topic. So in this episode, I wanted to talk about finding your tribe, choosing people that you want to be around you and building relationships. And your tribe doesn't have to be like all women. It could be guys. It could be your network. It could be really anybody that you feel connected with that you want to be around that um, you like you feel like you have things in common with. And I really, 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 I am 36 years old. So as I talked about in previous episodes, it is really, really, really difficult to shed and lose things. So we've, that's kind of been a common theme for us. We keep bringing it up. We keep talking about it. We keep saying, Hey, you know, I keep telling you like, man, I got rid of so many people and it's opened up so many other doors and it's opened up other doors for me to meet other people. So, um, building your relationships with people as an adult is super hard because you're taking in these old constructs from friendships that you've had, like since you're a kid and how people should cater to you because they know you or whatever, or you know how I am and those, that, those kinds of things. But you're taking these into relationships with new people who don't know how you are. So let's just say you've shed people and made a joke with um, my significant other about how I like shed all these people. And then one day I'm like, I don't have any friends left. Like, you know, like one day you wake up and you're like, Okay, so like my core group of friends don't live in Nashville anymore. They don't live around you anymore. And you're stuck being like, shit, I don't have anyone to hang with. I've shed all these things that don't serve me and now I'm alone. Okay, well, we talked about being alone. So, you know, you got to sit with yourself and figure this out. So you sat with yourself and you're like, okay, I'm ready. What do I do? I'm ready to have new friends. I do still want to go to happy hour. I do still want to do stuff. As a 36-year-old, I can't just go out and be, you know, like, to the playground and be like, I think you're really cool. I want to hang around you. It's a little harder to just kind of meet new people. Um, so like I said, you you rid yourself of your toxic friendships. You rid yourself of people who aren't in tune with your values and, you know, what you're interested in. So um, you're, like, you're trying to meet new people. And for me, age does matter. Like I, I cannot hang around. I mean, the, the 20 year olds that I do know that I've shared space and time with are, were very mature for their age. So they've kind of 
almost I feel like they were on earth before <laughs> and they like they've been around before and we kind of had a lot of things in common they were very mature um young women so but going forward I like know that I I have to hang around like yeah a certain a certain age group of people because I'm I'm moving I'm moving myself uh very differently so I have to expect that the people around me are kind of moving in the same way. And that was a lot of themes almost from my last episode where I was like, I kind of need to just sit down a little bit. It's because I was, you know, I try to hang with people and I have to realize like, I'm not on the same wavelength as some people. So that kind of goes into like finding like the correct tribe of people to hang around. But I'm a, I'm a no fail person. I'm going to try. I'm going to try everything I can first to figure out if I can hang around that person. So like I was saying, you you really, I lose my thought a little bit sometimes. So you guys have to work with me. I'm winging it. I'm just talking to you. So <laughs> I hope it doesn't throw you off. Sometimes I have to take a little breather, grab a sip of water, talk crazy to my animals, and then come back and talk to you. But um, hopefully soon we're going to manifest this. I'm going to be in a quiet studio where I can think and gather my thoughts. I want all of you to manifest this with me. I don't have animals to yell at or anyone knocking on doors or slamming things in the hallway. Um, but so starting to make new friends was really hard for me because I lost a lot of friends on my own volition and because I had friends through a marriage. So I lost a lot of people that I kind of just automatically had like a little tribe with because we did have things in common. We were doing the same things. We we're all married. Everybody was kind of doing that thing. So when you lose those people, you do become the divorcee pariah. So <laughs> I don't mind being the divorcee pariah. I'd rather be that than unhappy. So I'll take that. Um, there's different ways for you to meet people. So I'd love to like also get your feedback about how you were meeting new people. I remember when I was in my 20s. Okay, so in my 20s, when I was starting, like my friends left town and they were starting to do stuff, I, I'm an avid reader. So I was like, I know enough people through online things, which is another way you meet people. I met so many people through social media just because I, like we talk to each other online all day. And if you know, if you've ever saw me out at a party or you saw me doing anything, you know that you can come up to me. I'm warm. I hug. I say, like, if you tell me you follow me on anything and we talk all the time, then I'm going to remember you. I'm going to hug you. I'm going to say something really <laughs> DJ Khaled S to you. And that kind of, that led me a lot to meeting new people too. So I have people that when I'm out or I knew I could go out by myself because I knew I was going to know someone because I did make connections with people. Um, but I started a book club when I was in my 20s because I really like to read books. So I offered, you know, this book club was like open membership. If you wanted to read whatever book I found for us to read and you wanted to come and show up and have cocktails and discuss it with me, this was a great way. I'm still very much so friends with uh, these ladies. Like, hi, guys. You know who you are. You were part of the book club. And it was so much fun. And we didn't get to meet, like, a lot. And every time we show up, it might not be a lot of us or it might just be some of us. But it was a great time to fellowship and have food. And it often led to, like, other conversations or special interests and things that these ladies have in common. So I knew that my way of making friends was always to bring together different subsets of people, different 
groups of people to meet up and hang out. And I've also been invited into those types of situations as well several times. So, um, and I, you know, you're going to pick someone in that group and you'd be like, I like this person. I'm extra going to talk to this person next time. And so like, if you're not as outgoing, like I'm probably going to pick you too, because I want you to feel like welcome and I might want to hang out with you one-on-one. So maybe it's easier for you to open up. Um, that kind of led me with the other, uh, me putting together subsets of people was I had, um, I also put together like a girl's night out, which we still do to this day. It's such a fun thing to do. Those group of ladies are, uh, you know, a, a tribe of mine too. Like I, like they know who they are as well. Hi guys. Uh, <laughs> um, we're still friends. Everybody's having babies. Everybody's doing all the stuff. It like lights my world up to know that I have those type of friends. I met those friends through work. So that's another way that you could meet people that you possibly vibe with. Like you're obviously doing the same thing. You're working together. So I did retail a lot. So I met a lot of people doing retail because eventually we're going to talk to each other. We're going to have to. So um, going to have drinks or going out was something that I always did. So it was just a way for me to like meet other people. So I bought together people from my retail team and I bought people together that I met probably when I was out at a party and then like my best friends from just college and everything like just put us all together let's go have drinks let's talk let's get to know each other and like now like everybody kind of mixes and mingles and talks to each other the girls night out crew dwindles down a little bit but when we all like link up again it's love that's my tribe those girls are my tribe and it's not because of how long we hang around each other how much we talk all the time but it's just knowing that when it's time for us to link back up it's all love like kids' birthday parties, bar mitzvahs, whatever. Like it's, it's all love between us. Um, and, you know, like Friends of Friends is a really great way to meet other women that you could possibly vibe with. And when I say, like, vibe, I mean, like, it's not hard for you to get together. It's not hard for you to have things to talk about. A lot of their, you know, social things might be your social things. If not... You can, you know, you learn about a new cause, like you learn about things that you like injustices, things you just didn't even know about. I feel like people bring to me. I don't watch a lot of TV, so I don't ever really know what's going on. So when people come to me and they're like, did you know this is going on in the world? And I'm like, no, but tell me more because I'd rather get it from that source than like having to tune in the TV and watch all the crap and filter it out. So I've met a lot of women that way. Um, also at the nail salon, like, I, like my nail salon, which I thought was so amazing I was in there yesterday I was doing nails and I had um, a lady sit in my chair she comes all the time I'm not really ever in there but I see the back end I see the scheduling I recognize the names because I did work in there for a while so I could tell who's been on the schedule who's coming all the time and she you know asked me a lot of questions it's always you know having the owner there is always fun because you get to pry you get to pick my brain I always get asked like why I wanted to start it, why I wanted my own, like how I've got to a level of something. So I always love to like answer those questions for other women. And it is a amazing thing. So um, it's also a fellowship. So when you come in Eastside Nails, everyone's talking to everyone. We have our resident people who come and they love to start conversations. So they're just going to throw out something crazy or something they saw on the news um, we have my friend Deshaun who just comes and disrupts whatever quiet, chill moment we were having with controversial everything in the polite way, of course. But 
this lady said that she was like every like from the first time I came in here like there was this crazy conversation going on that I felt so welcoming and so so into that I could talk out loud and say all these things and a lot of those women like know each other in that salon or they come in together or they come in and they see someone from their down the street from their house that they just wave at every day and that gives them another another thing that they have in common, which is like, they like to self care, they like to take care of themselves, they go to her yoga class, they do this. So it really is a way for women. Um, I can't ever really speak on the man's perspective. I just know the ones that are around me. But eh, we can we can touch on the guy thing. I mean, but women loving other women in the spaces that they're in, or like trying to find other girlfriends, like you get when you're when you're at places that you go to or classes or things that you do extracurricular, those are people that you vibe with as well. You're doing the same activity, you're going into the same thing. Say hello to someone in one of those classes. I am a very extroverted introvert. I will hop into group conversations and probably have the most to say because once I start, I can't stop. But I'm less likely to really just go up to someone. So generally, people come up to me. Once you do, I'm like, now I've got you in my realms. I'm going to talk your head off (laughs) until you like me. And then we're going to hang out later. You're going to be my friend. So this is kind of how I am. So I like, I might not be the initiator of the friendship. Um, I'm pretty sure one of my best friends from elementary school would tell you, when when I first went up to her, I was like, hey, uh, you want to trade chips? And this is me. She's probably like, why does this girl even think I want to give her my chips? But needless to say, we traded chips, okay? <laughs> and you're my friend forever. Hi, Tanya. So it's like, this is how I am. So stepping out of a comfort zone, too, is going to be the best way for you to like meet new people. And you can't be scared. Like the person who's making friends or connections is going to be someone who isn't afraid to like step out of their shell. Um so yeah, friends of friends, great way to meet new people. Um, the girls' night out, like there's a site meetup. I don't know if anybody goes on there. I peruse meetup, but sometimes it's pretty strange. <laughs> it's a pretty strange navigational tool. I kind of almost feel like I'm on Tinder or something sometimes. But there's my fair shot with Tinder. I lasted about a month. It was tedious. I met someone and I was like, let's get off those apps because. They're annoying, and it's too time-consuming. There's no way I can pay attention to you if I'm tendering all day. So I don't want to tender. <laughs> um, but there is Tinder for, like, girlfriends. So if you want to meet, like, a woman friend, you can get, like, Bumble for girlfriends or Bumble for, like, friends. And then you can still meet people who are around you. So that's, like, another great way. But also before um, I get into the next section, let's take a break. All right, welcome back. Okay, so I'm really, really excited to get into this next part because um, in order to also begin, rewinding just a little bit, begin to find, you know, your tribe, you do um, have to ask yourself these questions. And I was doing a little bit of research and I wound up on Refinery29 and I found an article that had... A few questions and 
I want to touch on those questions. I feel like they were so relevant and it's kind of moving forward how I begin to find people that I wanted to be around consistently, that I wanted to talk to, that I wanted to go on dates with, that I wanted to hike with, that I want to do all the stuff with because I asked myself a lot of these questions. Um, it says, are they adding value to your life? Is this person adding value to your life? Um, in what way would someone add value to your life? So this is something you can realize. Somebody adding value to my life is always going to be teaching me something. So this doesn't have to be your reason. This is my reason. I like for people to be able to teach me something. It could be what you're reading. You thought it was amazing that I would find it interesting or how to make a wreath out of uh, cans. Like you, you can teach me anything I am down to learn. That's how you add value to Michelle. Like what do your current friends or what are the friends that you're looking for going to add to you? Is it something that adds value to you? It should always make your stock go up. Um, another question was, are they helping you grow as a person? Man. Okay. I like to evolve. If you can't evolve with me, then you have to go away from me until you're ready to like come up to my vibrational level. So it's like I need people who are going to call me on my stuff. So in my new relationship, there's a lot of calling me on my stuff. It's it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to have somebody tell you like, girl, you being mad ashy right now. Like you're being ashy. Like what are you what are you even doing? Like cut the crap. I've had an intervention or two in my life. Okay. And I've had people just look at me in my face and be like, I'm not really sure what's going on with you right now, but you need to get that in check. So ask yourself that too. It, are my friends helping me grow as a person? And are the new people that I'm trying to have in my life, are they kind of hindering me from growing or are they helping me grow more? Um, the other question was, are they bringing me down? Woo, this is a doozy. This is a hard one for me because... Sometimes I feel like I want to help people and then I have to realize I am not here to heal the world. Like I am not here to heal everyone. And those who want me to help with that is fine. But constantly having someone who might know like say you're taking like a 30 day drink break and constantly that you told this person like, hey girl, like I'm not really drinking this now. Like, okay, like leave me out of the conversation about drinking. Okay. And they're constantly inviting you out to drink. It's like, geez, or just putting whatever your vices are kind of in your face. And, or are they constantly complaining and just never can see the brighter day to anything like what like is this person constantly or you know maybe like you need a pep talk sometimes and you don't get anything back from it like are you being are you being brought down by your friendships don't okay that's my advice to you just don't <laughs> um is our relationship a two-way street and that's what I was just talking about can you ask your friend for advice and then also when they, you know, or they come to you or just asking them to listen is like, is this relationship going two ways? Are, you know, are you, are you getting what you need out of it? Say you do like to be around people or you're used to friendships where you're around people a lot. You might not want to be closest friends with me because <laughs> you might see me once a month and it's not on purpose. It's just because trust me, you want me to chill and do my little self work real quick. And then when I get ready to pop back out, it's popping. We can hang out again. But if, 
If I'm not ready for that, or if you're not ready for a friend that doesn't jump when you say jump or do something that you say do, then this relationship might not be a two-way street. But if you're cool with me, like, emailing you and be like, what's up? I miss you. Don't call or text me, though, because I'm real busy and it's going to take up my time. But I love you. I was trying to say that. And you're going to be like, I can't stand Michelle. Like, she don't reach out. Then, like, that is my reaching out. So we just might not be vibrational matches. But, you know, you'll miss me, I think. Or actually, it's cool if you let me go. <laughs> um, the other question was, can you rely on them in difficult times? And this one is a good one for me because people, some, a couple people that I let go were really there for me when my father passed. And it wasn't like I could have held on to them for that reason, but it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. If that's if that's what people need to hear. It just it wasn't enough. But. I said my thank yous because I meant every single bit of it. So um, I said my thank yous for being there for me and for taking care of me. I love you. You were amazing for that. But you're still not, we're still not supposed to be friends. So, but going forward, those people who were there for me during difficult times, I mean, death and divorce right back to back. I mean, my word. But I'm not a super needy person. I still needed to spend a lot of time with myself and grieving of both those things. But I had people who would just send me a message or who just asked me to go grab a bite to eat who weren't bringing up what they did or how much they did or they can't believe or gossiping. Like, we both really could, like, help each other. And in turn... You know, I realize that I am a bit of a person who, like, you can send me something and I'm I'm learning how to reframe the way that I talk to my friends, too, because sometimes people aren't looking for advice. And I'm totally fine with just being like, I'm sorry you feel that way. If you want, I'm going to cook dinner tonight. You can come over and eat. We can watch a TV show. Bring some tea um, and yourself and just come chill with me. So those difficult, hard times like where are probably where I meet the most amazing women friends that I have because I did go through those hard times and I did meet so many new people who were kind of there for me when I was having hard days and a lot of them were on the internet too who were just like hey girl I've been there or not even saying I've been there just leaving a heart emoji sometimes it's like all it takes and you know or seeing you in public and giving you a hug because they know that you're going through a hard time so those are really, really good questions on behalf of Refinery29's article. And I really, really feel like a lot of people could learn and find something out just by answering those questions about your friendships. Um, it's really important. And it takes me into the last part before I'm going to end this episode for the week. Um, this is kind of where I am now. And this puts me like kind of towards the end of what we're saying. And it's like when you're building your relationships and you're trying to maintain them because you're going to get to like little hard spots in all your friendships where you're going to be like, do I really like this person? Can I really try to sustain this relationship? We had a little tiff and I'm in, I'm set in my ways. She's set in hers. We're, we're grown women. I'm in my, I'm 36. I'm not really here to be like, girl, nobody got time for that. Like, you, it's either my way or the highway. No, I want to get deeper into like why you may be like that or why you may feel like that. So I might ask you like, hey, it seems like something that I said yesterday when we were out set something off in you. Do you want to talk about that? Like if you if you can't have an open dialogue like that with your girlfriend and then she might be like, girl, that set something off in me because when I was a kid, this and this happened to me and I was used to being treated like this. Then you can set that straight and be like, oh, I am so sorry. That is not 
or I apologize, that's not what I meant to do, I meant it in this manner, then you guys have opened back up the dialogue to continue to get to know each other. So I feel like that's building relationship. That's maintaining something. So it's being able to keep an open dialogue with people that you care about and trying to meet each other halfway. Um, And then it would ask yourself, like, how do you keep a friend? Like I said, I make friends the easiest. I also cut them off very quick. (laughs) So how do you keep a friend? Like, I've had to alter, like I told you, I move in and out of different subsets of friends. So sometimes I do, like I have a subset of friends I talk this way with and I do these sorts of things with. So I kind of call it the code switching of friendships. I'm still being myself. There's just multifacets to my personality. So sometimes I'm going to hang in groups where they appreciate one thing more than the other, but I'm not being untrue to any of them because I'm not, I'm just not one thing. But To keep a friend, I feel like my answer to that would be just meeting my friends where they are. And that we're all on this spiritual journey. We're all finding out who we are. We're all coming out of shadows. We're all trying to like learn why we have these ingrained things in our head. I feel like I've talked about these in podcasts. Oh, we're all trying to figure out what we're supposed to be doing, how we're supposed to be doing it, the things that matter to us the most, like the stuff that we really, really can't deal with. But I can meet a person halfway and just, you know, try to see where that person is coming from, because they're going to have a different perspective about life that I may not be privy to. But hopefully, going forward, I can learn more about that person. So I come with compassion. I keep a friend by being compassionate. And I also keep a friend by by just being me. So, but I'm not making excuses for being me because I'm learning out what actually being me means. Um, and I find that what irritates me most in a friendship is a selfish one. So I'm the person who can't be friends with someone who can't see the two-way street with me. You know, you can't. You send me a barrage of messages about what's going on in your relationship or your family life and, you know, know that I've been through certain things and that I can help you with that. And then when I reach out to you, you're like, you don't have time. And it's not that I expect you to drop everything for me, but sometimes I need reciprocation. And I feel like reciprocation is the best word for it. I'm not looking to you to vent to, to hound on, or if I did vent to you and you didn't feel like it, can I get a courtesy? Courtesy is important to me. Just be like, hey, Michelle, I saw your message. I'm kind of doing something right now. Hit you back. But I'm not radio silence, friend. I'm not radio silence. I will wait a couple days for that message to come back, but I'm not radio silence, friend, especially when you end radio silence by coming in with something about yourself again. And you might not have been able to help me with that problem, but I feel like the first thing you should have said was, hey, um, I know I didn't answer your last message. Things got crazy, but guess what? And I promise you that little bit of segue that you gave me before you said, guess what? I've already dropped it right when you said, but guess what? So I'm also that person that's really open to dialogue about how, you know, I've gotten a lot of apologies of late about, people when they realize that they've kind of not been the best of friends and we all go through stuff. So that's why I'm saying let's be compassionate with each other. Um, and I just kind of want to leave with saying 
What do you guys value in friendships? How do those questions resonate with you? Are you asking yourself this question? Are you still just hanging around like a million different people, like not knowing where you belong? And that's okay too. There, that's a process for that. I did that. Did that for a long time. Everybody was a friend. Everybody is a friend. I'm working with not saying that word as much. I'm a lot better. And I noticed that a lot of people are saying friend, friend, friend all the time. It's not my journey. I leave that alone. But um, how are we keeping our friendships? How are we finding new people? What are we doing? Where are we going? I'm super excited to figure out where you guys even go. Um, well, it's been a wonderful time talking to you again. It's Real Talk with Michelle. And I'm super excited about spending Fridays with you. Um, if you can think of any other topics you want to touch on or any questions you may have for me, uh, make sure you leave me feedback, go into Apple podcasts, rate, review, subscribe. So you won't miss any of these episodes. You can go on the anchor app and leave me a voice note. Those make me super excited when I get the voice messages. They're super funny and they're really cute. And I love fellowshipping with you guys. This is, this is exciting for me only because I love talking and I can save my boyfriend about 40 minutes every time I do this by talking to you. So thanks for listening to Real Talk with Michelle and I'll see you again soon. Bye.